Good morning, viewers. Wake up! I'm looking at this like it's a dick. Like seriously. Guys, if you're tuning in, we're in the midst of a crisis. God, the audio is probably so bad right now. It's not about the... It's not about the virus. It's not about any of this fake news stuff. The real crisis is that I can't seem to find any goddamn toilet paper in the, in the supermarkets. You care to, you care to, why don't you just entertain me? What do you want me to juggle? Yeah, why don't you just be a jokester and be a gagster? Cause I know that you're still that the Queen's Tower was only good for so long. <laughs> I laughed. All right, was that English? What was that? I'm not sure. What was that? It was the great, the king's English. Guys, welcome. Senile king. If you're noticing something maybe a little different, uh, I actually got a haircut a yeah. couple months back, yeah. and it's 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 finally grown in, and so you're probably wondering why I'm looking a little extra handsome today. My curls are a little extra curlsome. Not Jake, handsome. on the other hand, it's not, not really. doing so well. Um, I would yeah. say ever since he came back from the diet, uh, he he kind of he started gaining and he, he was getting depressed because he couldn't get any women in his life and he couldn't even get a man to suck his cock so i mean i don't know i i try to tell him listen just go to the supermarket you can write down a girl's number all you gotta do is wank or honky and that works for me every time but for you've him you've never <laughs> said this to me you've him, never told well, me this maybe you should listen to my advice more often vice Mm, my own vice. Everyone has a vice. That's true. Vice News. It was vice corrupt Network. in 2008, but now it's better, but now it's worse again. I yeah. remember when Munchies Up and started becoming an independent of vice. Um, and that was one of the great YouTube channels. There's a great guy on there that ate five waffle sandwiches, three McChickens, and he still survived. What do you mean Maddie Matheson? Mm, no, the, the other... The most other, round the man other fat in this fuck. world. I'm not talking about Brendan Dassey. I'm talking Richmond? about the other fat fuck. No, that one's still alive. Man vs. Food. He raised me. I used to grow up on Man vs. Food. Man vs. Food Travel Channel used to be with Andrew He Zimmerman. was incredible, huh? Oh, he was great. Now, let me tell you a little story about him. Don't look at me like that. Adam Richman, guys, he is the man versus food. Uh, in this battle, food wins was his slogan. And he used to do all types of challenges. He used to eat a lot of food. He used to eat a lot of spicy food. But one of the one things he would love to do was eat a lot of food. And um, he would stuff his gullet from anything from burgers to chickens to french fries. And sometimes, you know, he sometimes he would really... Uh, put a lot of physical toll on his body. And now they're airing a new kind of a... a, a post-apocalyptic um, spin on the Man vs. Food series. It's, it's airing on AMC. It's called Man After Food. And it kind of has to do with zombies. It's kind of a prequel to Walking Dead. It's kind of a, 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 a sequel to The Dead Walking, the popular show. Uh, that was you see, I don't remember that show. Spin-off. Oh, I don't remember that show. Well, then you probably haven't been watching AMC for as long is as I really? Oh, yeah. Is Dead Walking is that actually a show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Er, 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 er. It's something like uh, The Walking Please or Please Walking Dead. Okay. I'm not that sure. doesn't sound right. Well, I know it's one of those, and if you can't figure that out, then just walk the dog. Please Walk... Please Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Guys, you, you might have noticed what's really uh, wrong here. Where are we? Well, I ask that myself. I don't really know where I am. I Caleb likes to do this be. trick where he knocks mm -hmm. me out with a uh, Don Perignon bottle, whatever the fuck that is. I wake up in a new land and I say, where am I? The door is locked from the other side. He said, I have the key. Listen, change is good, guys. And I gotta, I, if I didn't knock Jake over the head and do this procedure every couple of months, what proce he, oh, wait, he wouldn't what procedure? know anything. Well, it's really none of your concern. It has to do with an incubus, has to do with you know, incubation, it has to do with masturbation, mm. but it's really none of your damn fucking business what I do with your body when you're tied up. But anyway, guys, change is good. And this type of change is something that we've needed for a while. Now, you're probably noticing, I know it's not the haircut, What's really happening is that we've switched places. Um, Jake used to be on the left side, I used to be on the right side. There was a big debate about this. Go back to our therapeutic episode, I think it was episode 19. I think it was episode it. 1 through 23 mm -hmm. actually. Oh yeah, tripe. True, because this is a, a therapy. <laughs> do you guys do you guys like tripe just as much as I do? You know what tripe is? Tripe is the stomach lining. They don't. They of fucking a cow don't. or a pig, guys. Yeah, I know some of our viewers like tripe. Comment below if you like tripe. You won't. Comment, comment below if you're below. a psychopath like us. But you know what though? I I think you know what? I really think this episode is going to take off. You know why? Why is that? I've been thinking. People nowadays with the corona, the COV, are home. And they're they're needing something. They're needing entertainment. They're mm -hmm. watching shows, but soon that Disney Plus subscription is going to run out. They can't keep making Frozen movies, guys. By the way, have you heard that Frozen? I think two uh, was released on early streams, uh, and some are saying that this is the kind of a, a, a an amazing thing for children and a torment for the adults because they are stuck home, and this thing is going to be on replay. I mean, you remember the first Frozen one, Frozen two? It's like that, but it's the second one. It's even more involved. It's even more emotional. Anyway, back well, to my story. Okay, well, um, I am kind of saying that nowadays with this COVID-19, people are looking for entertainment. And you know what we are? We're entertainment. And we are quality entertainment. People are, are, are putting in the time to listen to podcasts and watch episodes of people who are really, you know, trying to do something new. And that's what we've been trying to do. And I think people are really starting to noticing noticing that. And they noticed it before the virus, slowly and slowly and slowly. But now, kind of these comedy podcasters, these subscriptions are really going to start paying attention to the big bucks and the big guys on campus, which is ultimately Jake and Caleb Cronano. Guys, the truth is, the, of the matter is... He didn't get a haircut. We didn't switch places. We switched places. I'm gonna say it. Did you just? We did a Freaky Friday. Did style. you just spill that on the floor? Nope. Okay. I don't know why you're smiling. Take my word. <laughs> we did a Freaky Friday style switch, guys. We switched. That's places. still not it. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. We I, ran. I want to give him the truth. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna give him the truth. I'm telling him. We You've ran been heads. telling them. I'm we, trying we, to tell we, them the we, truth. We, okay, I'm going to let you go. Okay. But this is the one time. Can you let me go out of this room? I'm going to let you the, go. The lock on the other side? I'm going to let you go this once, okay? You bonk me on the head, buddy. All right. Guys. Listen, guys. <laughs> the real truth. Well, look, what's different about this couch? What's different? What's different? Come below. What's different about the angle? What's different? Aside Come from below. every episode, it's shot at a different angle. You know the spiel. You know it. If you don't, ask Mr. Spielberg. Get a job. <laughs> And get a job. Oh wait, you can't, because no, everyone lost their job. Sorry. Too soon. Hot. Too soon. Um, Hot. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> that one I don't know much about. I don't know about that one. All right. I didn't make it. I I didn't what make it? it. I didn't make it though. It's coming below the color of the couch. Guys, turn on location services.
We're no longer in the big apple. We're no longer in that stinking apple. I think we'll call it the rotten apple. <laughs> Keep name dropping. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. Today, you know where <laughs> you would call it that. You know where we are today? We're in Ocean State. Some would say the only state, uh, with, they're the state with the best ocean. Some would say the state with the best clam chowder. Some would say the worst. Mm-hmm. And some would say with the best governor, Gina Raimondi. Um, who is going to be one of the vice presidents, potentially? But guys, we're back where everything's... <laughs> Did you hear that I Chalupi is going to be the vice president? <laughs> I mean, this is great news. You know, uh, Governor Raimondo has elected a new vice... <laughs> Oh man, uh, you guys, know, it's I, an inside joke. You wouldn't fucking get it. You wouldn't don't understand. Don't even try. Okay? Begin to try though. Just, just don't, don't, don't even, even try. Don't even begin to try. I'll come find you. I will find Social you. Social distancing. I'm gonna find you. Yeah. But yeah, guys, we are in the ocean state, the island of Rhodes, as I call it affectionately. 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 Sorry. He loves living here. Uh, when you come here, your IQ goes down ten percentage. That's true. But your um your uh, sulfur gas that comes out of your rectum yes. increases by 70%. It does increase, I swear guys. I've been I've been tooting my song all day. Like I I fart here way more than I ever did in New York. And why is that? Well, hmm. I think it has to do it has with natural to do with gas. My diet. Yeah, probably. I think it has to do with that I've been eating pasta since I've been back. Hmm. Well, that's because a lot of fucking dumbass Americans are only stocking up on pasta because they think that that is going to help them prevent mm-hmm. the COVID-19. Wait, it's not? <gasps> oh, you didn't know? Wait, oh. what prevents it? Oh. oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, but you know what? Probably what wouldn't help is some uh, what, what? produce, or fruits, vegetables, things that are going to um, provide you. That probably wouldn't help, right? Answer me this. Okay. Are you asking me or you want me to answer you? Answer me this. Mm-hmm. Nutrients, vitamins, minerals, vegetables, fruits, it probably wouldn't help. Pasta, if it's farfalle, probably would. Mm. What about if it's a penne regatte? Mm. What if it's a canned vegetable, which actually diminish in the nutrients that you need from vegetables? Well, I don't know. You're better off buying frozen vegetables because they're frozen when they're in their most nutritious state. And then when you thaw them out, it's like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. And that is an ad. You're better opening the can, throwing out what's in it, and just eating the tin. Because you are honestly better it's off. It's the same thing. You know, you're getting you know, your iron. That's the, all the, that matters. The, 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 you, can have, you can get iron from a couple things. From chicken livers, from bison hearts, or the tops of tin cans. When you take off that can, when you open up that can of beans, discard the beans, drain them, dump them in the dumpster, and take that little circular um, kind of sharp object you get, and all you're going to want to do is kind of open your mouth doing as if your mouth was a CD player, mm-hmm. and you're going to insert that sharp <sighs> CD into your mouth. It's going to cut your lips open. You're going to start bleeding everywhere like that scene in good night mama i'm gonna insert the scene here i don't know how we're gonna get access to this scene but i don't I'm know gonna, how we're gonna get permission i'm gonna put it here guys uh if it's not here a big old fuck you to the copywriters of this nation but anyway you're gonna insert that disc inside your little bean hole and you are gonna get cut up real nice and that's a quick way to i don't actually don't know what that i don't actually don't well, know why you would do bean, that it used to be a bean hole until you threw the beans out because like we said don't eat them eat the tin become what, iron man what's up with the evolution of of um alternative names for the mouth we have the pie hole we have the bean hole what's next the pasta hole no kisser no that's the your kisser ass. that's your ass but no it could be both no right in the kisser right in the kisser that means your asshole right no that means right in the mouth that's when someone punches you right in the kisser i always thought that meant in your ass no who would ever but wouldn't punch that make you? wouldn't that make sense that makes more sense in your mouth punching your asshole 
Makes more sense in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, your ass. Your asshole is your kisser. When do you kiss with your mouth? What does your asshole kiss? A cock? I mean, it has a lot of grip strength. More grip strength than your mouth. So I, I'd say the, a proper kiss is whichever one's stronger. Can we go 50 minutes without talking about, you know... Rectums and dirty? Advanced ways to pleasure your partner? I can't, but I'm going to give I'm gonna give it a, the old college try when I'm in the okay, ocean so, state. So here's something interesting, guys. I don't use the date... Now I spilled... Okay, now I spilled the wine. <laughs> Before it was a joke, I actually didn't spill it. <laughs> now, guys, it's a blood red stain. And uh, this is kind of a p- part of the script that we did. We developed this script. And Jake he didn't run it by me. He wanted to surprise <laughs> well, yeah, me. Sometimes, and that's the nature of improvised that's, comedy. That's the nature of executive producing. It's kind of something that often gets thrown out so what i'm going to do is i'm going to let that wine so what you should do is do nothing there. about it yeah yes. and, and let it steam I'm gonna up. actually let it, i'm going to actually let it sit there and what it's going to do is going to form a, a permanent stain on the on the wood i do appreciate and it greatly <laughs> thank you so much and we are going to uh the, the pleasure's all mine because i live here some some people would say that the stain kind of re- resembles the body of christ the best part is i can't see it from this angle so yeah you i have nothing how, but the surprise to look he forward doesn't to. know how bad it is guys and uh i'm going to continue to do nothing about it uh, after, but I will do something. But I'm gonna go over this bit really quickly, guys, with you. Um, as I was saying, I don't use the dating apps. I am more of a manual lover, as as many of my previous, uh, you know, uh, sexual partners have called me. They call me the manual lover. Uh, not to be confused with Emmanuel Lover, who is a old friend of mine from high school. Emmanuel, if you're watching, thanks so much for all that you've taught me, and I appreciate all the wisdom of the sack. Now, going back to my own life. I am not using the dating app so much, guys. Um, As you can hear, the white noise is getting louder. And that is actually signaling my kind of uh, mating period. I'm in a mating period right now because when I return home, when I return to my home, my birthplace, I actually get extra stimulated down in the sack sack. And so I question myself. I say, should I join these apps? You know, should I become a part of this really big popular mainstream culture that funny enough went from you know older people going on apps like eHarmony and BlackLivesMatter.com from younger people going on I don't know if that like was one of the Tinder websites and Hinge and BlackLivesMatter.com uh, I don't know if that and, was one and, of and, them. and what's you know some of these Bumble some of these other some of those apps. yeah now Jake is a big kind of I would call him an e-whore he, he, he kind of hangs on these apps constantly so what and he and he he, he takes pride in you know getting these virtual partners but me, I kind of need a real-life connection. Now, I'm wondering, in the comments below, guys, are you using these e-apps? And is it, is it giving you the you know pleasure simulation? And also, have you found any really meaningful connections that maybe you've gotten into a long-standing relationship with? I mean, I'm into virtual sex. What's the big deal? If we're going to compare each other, <laughs> I would say I'm more of, uh, in the Sims kind of vein. You're more Pac-Man, kind of Donkey Kong era, ga- Galactic, Galaxa. What is would it you called? Go- Galaga? Galaga. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Great mm. game. Did you play it? At Tilt? More, more? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, because it wasn't there. It was a trick question. You're stupid. Damn, I have I a dumb friend. Every time. And I can't wait to see the stain because it has yet to be cleaned up. Well, here's what I'm thinking. You go on about your dumb story that I don't give a shit about. And while you're talking and capishing and kabooping, I go up and get some cleaning materials and clean this mess up. Of course, in the history of the podcast, I've never left because I'm a loyal, you know, uh, entertainer. Jake has left a couple times to mm-hmm. empty his brown hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think they call it the kisser. And so at this time, I'm going to break podcast history and I'm going to leave the podcast. I'm going to go do my dirty work. I'm going to come back with some nice Clorox wipes and paper towels so I can clean up this mess. So whatever you want to talk about is free range, my friend. Get back soon because I'm going to miss your kisser. Just put that gently on the floor so it doesn't... No. Oh, oh, fuck. Okay, guys. I'll be honest with you guys. The world's ending. Where are we? Okay. I had to move from my amazing studio that I slept in. You know, New York City, the Big Apple. You know, that's where Frank Sinatra, when he was growing up, he always wanted to see himself in the bright limelight. He pictured he'd make it big one day. Hell, I remember when I watched old videos and, and uh, I apologize, heard old radio recordings of him saying, I'm just a young lad trying to make it in the big city and, and make my dreams come true. And you know, we all know how that story ended. Look at him. He's incredible. I mean, he's really paved the way for so many great thinkers. And he's kind of developed the whole system of, of thinking. If you make it in the big city, you could do whatever you, you want. So I remember when I moved to New York City, I was, I think I was nine. I decided to kind of run away from home. No, no commentary. Please shut up. Clean that mess. Okay, can you turn around and let me see your kisser? Mm, that's a nice, it's a nice kisser. Um, yeah, I moved when I was nine. Um, I decided Seven. to write. I'm going to kick you in the kisser. Shut up. I decided to move when I was nine because I ran away from home. You know, my family didn't believe me. So I couldn't take that, you know, boy who cried wolf. I they wouldn't. They just wouldn't believe me. On anything I proposed. So I decided to leave. <laughs> I decided to leave because I wasn't understood. And luckily I had enough money saved up for my allowance. You know how to speak the language they spoke? To get about nine months rent. So I got I saved up enough for my allowance at nine years old. Um, to get a nice place for myself. It was a studio, I remember. It was in Fort Greene. And I always kept that creed, you know. If Sinatra could do it, so could I. And that was written about in his biography. He always said that. It was on his deathbed. He said, if I could do it, so can you, Jake. It was any, somewhere in Any there. Sinatra fan knows this. I mean, it's kind of common knowledge. Uh, just look it up on Wikipedia. And so I you know, looked to that, and I got my whole studio. I took the money that I got from my allowance, and I invested in all the recording equipment, knowing that 10 years later... <laughs> You would have a dumbass. Oh my god, guys! I wish <laughs> I'm trying to tell the story about how this podcast started. Go ahead. And you disrespect. Go ahead. Let the fumes rise and speak. I can't even speak because I'm not looking forward to this smell. I know it's coming. I think it's gone. Do we? Yeah, it doesn't even smell that bad. Eh, whatever. A comment below. Do your farts smell like an old hemorrhage? Um, and so I remember we, we invested in our studio and I really wanted to make it big. I invested in the recording equipment. I invested in the tapes. I invested in the DSLR. Um, 
knowing that 10 years later we would make an incredible podcast i'd meet this amazing guy you know who farts on me and and spills the wine that i gifted him and you know i i I live my life in the vein of sinatra okay Mm -hmm. and he always said new york new york he did say that he said it once he said at least once guys in his famous song um, the New York, Something the Empire like State of yeah, Mind, and Concrete. it was featuring the, you know, great Jay 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 Leno, and uh, Jay Jay Leno was one of the greatest. He was such a great dancer. I yep. remember the music video. Not only was Jay Jay Leno a great dancer, but he was a great hip hop artist of the '90s, and he had a lot of problems. He had '99, but uh, I'll tell you what, a bitch wasn't one, and that is kind of leading, segueing into our next segment. Guys, what is up with these damn bitches and tricks? I mean, they can't get hoes on them dick for shits. And I was talking about this back in 66. I, I, I remember I was living in um, in uh, the south side of, of Compton. Uh, this was around, yeah, six, 1966. This was right after the riots of 92. And I, you know, was hanging out with guys like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. And I was a writer for the uh, LA Times. <clears throat> and I was reporting on, you know, local music and hip hop at the time it was 1966. These guys were kind of, you know, they were young. They were they were babies. Some of them weren't even born yet. And I was just kind of hanging out with their mothers, uh, waiting for the fetuses to be, you know, to be born or unborn. And in that short amount of time, I learned a lot about kind of the roots of hip hop. And what it really took was a good trick. Uh, if you had a good mama, or birth you, raised you well, and didn't let the breakfast go to hogs, you could really have a good day. Um, you know, I remember calling a lot of people asking asking all these rappers, you know, you got guys like Gigolo and you got guys like <clears throat> Young Money. I remember asking these guys, you know, what was it what was the pivotal moment for you in your career? And they said, you know, you know what it is? Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. And they were talking they were talking about their mother, they were talking about their girlfriends, and I realized you really need a supportive, you know, female role in your life. I can that I can agree with. Just spill my wine again, though. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. So, I I took to understand this. Yeah, let me do that for you. Sure. I took to understand this, and I really uh, I, I I wanted to, you know, get the story abroad. So that's when I moved to New York. So I started working for the Those NY broads. Times, and that's when I met Jake. Uh, I think it was at a cafe in the in Greenwich Village where many great love stories start. And I saw him. He was yeah, doing lo- love for what we do, like our professional well we've always loved you know he, i love his creative spirit that's yes, why I, I do love yes, that about but him. there was also uh, i would say a, a sexual connection and an intim- intimacy that we felt right off the bat and it started because i saw him at, at the old cotton you. club i used to see him at the old cotton club he would actually do a kind of a drag show for me mm-hmm. and he well, would, it was for the it was for everyone there it wasn't for you it was for everyone there but he, he would look at me in certain ways that were indicative of uh, him kind of telling me look this is for you the show's for you it's all for you pop and he would sometimes bring me in the back room. He'd say, listen, put your hands on my cheeks. Show me how you shake that. And, you know, I would I would take my hands and put them on his cheeks. And he would shake all, all night long. My memory escapes me. That doesn't... I don't remember that happening. Whenever we bring this up at a dinner party, you know, s- something about it to him is foggy. To me, it's crystal clear. There was love from the beginning. And, you know, in the Cotton Club and the Daisy Duke, we laid eyes on each other. And it went from there, guys. It was a love story. We bought the studio in, in uh, Greenpoint. And we, well, it was a love for what we did. Like, uh, you it was know, a love you for loved, what we did. You and, loved and it was that also, I did drag, and 
and I, I did a, such I did a, I mean I was good at whatever I did so you really loved the game you loved the hustle I, I would say I liked the hustle I, I liked getting men who didn't think that they would ever be with okay, another you're saying man's. getting men what does that mean because we were friends like we were, we were well, two friends two men up. that were friends mm-hmm. and well I'm talking about uh, kind of getting it up getting it on and uh, I'm talking about you know having the hots you're saying talking about but I'm more confused what, is, what does that mean I'm talking about love yeah of course we loved each other and what we did and like we really made some great strides together we did this podcast like I love what we've created you know mm-hmm. love is a great word mm-hmm. right is that, that's what you meant right not so much Jake I meant uh, the sexual intercourse that we'd have you know those nights at the Daisy Duke actually uh, that's a lie though that didn't nights, happen well that's not what the times are saying Time, time, uh, times. Time tells New York all. Times. Nope. The time of kind of our brothers and sisters. Time tells all. And what really is time anyway? Time is kind of just a grid that we use to organize the absurdity called life. And well, you speaking of, sorry, you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, nah, you go ahead, dumb shit. All right, I you will. You go ahead, Jack Wagon. I will. Go ahead. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna lead into it. Okay. Okay. New York Times. It's amazing how whenever you try to read an article sponsored by the new york times you load up the website on google chrome and it goes sorry you need a subscription sign up for one of our plans yeah i mean I that say, even happens to me on safari i will walk in there with an fal or a scar h and i will shoot every last uh, worker there i wouldn't say that i, I say will that. do it no i wouldn't say that only because there was an incident like that at a news company in paris and i would i would probably stay away from uh saying those things probably didn't cook a good croissant so no, nope. uh, uh, they'll, lear- they'll learn their lesson. Completely uninformed, right? You know what? The- New the- York Times, get it straight. I'm not paying for a subscription. And guess what? I polish my guns every night, <laughs> nice and shiny. I, you know, I wouldn't say that, but uh, you know, I just want to say for the FBI, for the Federal Bureau that is walking, and watching. They're where they are walking. They do walk. Um, you know, my boys at the at the BI. I want to let you guys know everything he's saying. I'm not a part of everything I said in the previous episodes about assassinating the president and about the mass shootings that you can, you know, include on my record. But everything that he just said, kind of take that off the record on my part. Thanks, boys. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. He's joking. Um, Just include it all. But yeah, I mean, look, I'm just glad that we finally have a platform now to kind of speak freely about all of these things. Mm -hmm. The FBI, the love story that we met. You know the, the 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 wine spilling everything from here and there we've gotten to talk about and we're o- we're only here because of you know the self quarantining and the the social distancing that the world is is having to succumb to at these hard times. But we are kind hearts of hearts or hard. Well, I would say either one. Um, at, at this at this time of the What's Your Angle podcast, the whole team here, uh, the editor, you know, Jake, myself, malleable. He's in the closet. Malleable and his whole group, you know, his whole uh, kind of the bomb squad, as they call it, uh, Matthew McConaughey, you know, people like Gabriel Iglesias, people like Kevin Fluffy. James. Everyone who's involved in this podcast is committed to, you know, getting the laughs and the and, and, and getting the entertainment from us kind of like an extract into you guys. Well, because at the end of the day, the laughs are all that matter. Yes. And you know what my doctor used no. to say to me? He would say, yeah. yeah. He would say, laughter is the best medicine. That's what my doc used to say to me. Right after he this would say... This is right? Yeah. And so that is why, you know, going along with what doctor said, we are, Does in fact... Does doctor have a name? Uh, yes, but he would like to remain anonymous at this time. Mm, poor doctor. We are going along with that same idea, and we are working with the um, medical teams across the world right now. And they have decided, they have come to us at this trying time of... 
you know, social distancing, self-isolation, and complete, complete desolation and desperate measures. A lot of Ds. They've huh? come to us and they've said, listen, we heard about your podcast. We heard about all the funny things coming from it. We we're wondering if, if we could get a little bit of an extract of your comedy, mm. put it in the serum for the cure of the coronavirus. Now, and we all know that a vaccine works because you're being exposed already to right. a form of what you're getting the right. vaccine for. So you already have some coronavirus in the vaccine episode. I don't even remember what it is at this time. We made it evident. It was we the have the virus and we've had it. And we, we told you guys about a month ago and we told you that, you know, just by listening, you were actually coming mm -hmm. in contact with the virus. Mm -hmm. Of course, what mm -hmm. you didn't know Hairborn. was that a month down the, the road, we would be partnering with the medical teams because they knew that we gave you a small dosage of the virus mm -hmm. for your health. Mm -hmm. And they knew that now they needed to extract a little extra of that for their own um, for their own use in the Sick serum. Yeah. So... You know, guys, I'm I'm happy to announce that they haven't finished the vaccine quite yet, but we do have a percentage of the cure, and it is coming from us. And I, you know, I'm good not sure on this relief. A good relief. I'm not sure on this, That's but I, I I do think that uh, just by watching the podcast, I think they can kind of kind of get better with us. You can kind of get better with the laughs. I know Tom Hanks. Uh, and well, who's and a fan of? I mean, I mean, one he, of our big, know, he was one of our first fans. One so. of our first Luckily. fans, and also one of our first collaborators. When he and his wife Rita uh, contracted the virus in Australia, they the first thing they did, you know, they called us up. They said, "Where can we watch it?" We said, "Tom, we have been, you know, all, we have been telling the viewers this for so long. We are on Simplecast, and that puts us on Spotify, Apple Music, Podbay, Stitcher, Stitcher guys." And we said, "Tom, we said, Tom, do we really need to be this fucking explicit with you?" He said, you know, well, guys, I just, I wanted to, I, we said, no, Tom, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hang up the phone and you're going to find the fucking podcast online by yourself. And then you're going to write me an email because I don't want you speaking to me directly. And you're going to email me once you found the podcast. Of course, I will have blocked your access specifically from the podcast by editing the RSS feed on Simplecast. Simplecast is an amazing new service. If you're looking to start a podcast, try it out. Try it out. And then Tom is going to write back you, to Tom. me. And he's going to say, I do not have access. And I'm going to say, that's because I denied your access. He's going to say, how can I gain access? Me and my rife Weeda are dying. His rife Weeda. <laughs> and listen, I'm going to say. He was cracking up because I'm gonna say, she's a dumb broad. I'm going to say, Tom, there's only one goddamn way. That's if I share a Google Drive link with you. And so I shared it. And he clicked on it. But what do you know? I shared the link, but I didn't share the file. Mm -hmm. So then. He's going to write me. He's going to say, I don't have access to the file. And I'm going to say, he that's because you have to ask for my permission to share it with me. What he doesn't know is that I have control of the file. He came to me. He said, Jake, why has Caleb been giving me such a hard time? I'm an A-list celebrity. You'd think that he'd want to have positive connections with people of such high power. And I said, you know, Tom, Caleb's always been hard to get through. I go, use my Google Drive link. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you the this right is thing. Where it gets and, fun. and so, and so he goes, okay. At least I knew I have one man I can trust in the What's Your Angle team. I tried hitting a malleable, he wasn't available. I tried contacting the editor, I couldn't really find much on him. You guys haven't really talked about him too much, you know, given much information on his. I, we don't even know his name. And I said that's fair, but you can trust me. Caleb's a bit of a hot head, a bit of a hot mess, and he has a hot kind of kisser. Airhead. He's a bit of an asshole. I'm the nice guy, and so I said, just click this link. You're gonna have the episode, uh, next episode in your hands. He said, "Jesus, how could I thank you?" I said, "Just make sure when you get the coronavirus, 
make sure to say that you it started with us mm-hmm. he said of course so he clicks the link what does he see on that page oh pictures of me with my keister spread open mm. I sent him pictures of my anus fucking winking at him. I sent him gifts of my dick shriveling in and out. I sent him the nastiest. I sent him pictures of my feet with barnacles on him. Yeah. And and I and I started laughing. I of said course. I said, "You dumbass Tom, you think I would ever go against my my boy's best interest?" He, you know, he titled the file "What's Your Angle um, All Access Episodes yeah. for Tom." Full unedited unedited so you like know, he could raw, see all uncut, the yeah. most anyone would things. want to check that out and tom was so excited he clicked this he said finally it's loading up i don't need to get link share i don't need to get permission he said it is and uh, what did he see it's a gif file though that's so he, he was like oh Jake wow they fit the whole podcast in the gif spreading his cheeks wide open mm-hmm. with his hair almost growing a fungus yeah. around his bosoms spreading all the way from his top of his tits all the way to his gooch sack and you, you might be wondering why are we putting tom and his wife through so much and mm-hmm. that's because Guys, we, his wife, uh, his wife, Wheeler. Uh, that's because, you know, if you want to be a loyal fan, you got to jump through hoops for us, and you got to. I think we're gonna make it that easy for you. I don't care if you're an A-list. This celebrity. is Tom Hanks we're talking about, guys. If you think that you're gonna get access to the uh, amazing, you know, virus healing podcast called the What's Your Angle Cast, you better think again. We're gonna jump through hoops. We're gonna go through everything we can for you to not get it, because ultimately, listen, <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not charging you any money. So we have to, with this new socialism thing in play, we have to kind of tease you somehow. Uh, we have to kind of coax you somehow. So, yeah. you know, Tom got access to the to the podcast eventually, guys. It wasn't all fun and games, you know. Eventually, he, he got lawyers involved, and we had to settle. You know, Matt McConaughey called us. He said, you got to give Tom that the, the link share. So we set it up. They are such good friends, and it's lucky on Tom's part. But lucky on Tom's part. And I'll tell you what, Gabriel Iglesias had a lot to do. You know, he had to talk to Tom's son, and he had to put him, you know, he had to put him straight because he was saying the N-word. He was doing the... He is fat. No. Gabe? He's so big. He's a big guy. Um, but, you know, he is your father, and you got to respect him. So... Yeah, Tom. You know, he got, he had, he had access, and him That's and Rita right. now I hear are recovering in a private, you know, in a private location, and they're doing fine, guys. So, There's someone it, in Perth, I think. There's someone it's, in Perth. Or- it's all about who you know in this industry, and just by listening, guys, you are one step closer from being cured uh, from the coronavirus. Of course, just by listening, you also contracted the coronavirus. But who are you going to trust, me or Jake? Or do you choose to trust neither of us? Where are you going to end up? I'm going to leave a little dead air for you guys to decide. You're going to leave a little bit of air with the... Um, there's a blizzard going on in the other room, so... There's a small blizzard, not to be confused with the Friendlies blizzard, guys. Friendlies that's is That's different. Thing. I mean, it, that's just different. It's just a different thing. It's a completely different hard ice cream. You know, it almost has chunks of chocolate bars inside, and I would say a caramel swirl is almost necessary at this point. Okay, so Friendlies uh, never liked their business model personally. Sure. Okay. Because I always felt like there was potential for a competitor who that does the opposite of what they're about. I was Means. thinking, what if we call the place called en- Enemies. Enemies. You know. Sure. Sure. Rude. Rude. Rudies. Root beer. Rude beer. Rude beer. I like that. Okay. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just spitballing. Rude well, beer. That, that came off the dome. Okay. Rude beer. Start with that. Okay. What's the slogan? How about um, I fall know. in a ditch. Yep. Get your root beer. Get your rude beer. Would you say, and then at the end, would you say thanks? Thank you. It, you know, no, you know what you do. You go, thank you for coming. And then it's dot, dot, dot. Uh, <laughs> not. Or like mm-hmm. false. Yeah, false. 
so the whole slogan to be clear is fall in a ditch get your root beer thank you for coming false and I do believe that if they just you know follow the simple steps that we've outlined it would be more popular than friendlies you think the uh, root root beer if they followed the, the steps that we're telling Tom and his wife Wida they could become popular just like us I was, uh, that's actually further than what I was saying that's not what I was saying is it does it fall anywhere in mm, the it's actually falling off alright you know you live and you learn you can't swing win them miss. all can't win them all I it's just too can't. bad Tom Brady can't win anymore well we all know what happened to Tom Brady and you know when I say we all know I'm not fucking kidding we all know not because kidding it's impossible not to know because yeah. it's everywhere um, and you can't avoid it to fucking save your life no but you have you a better know, chance of ask getting, me not getting the coronavirus ask me viewers do I give oh, do a you shit do you care about Tom Brady moving to the Pelican Pays if Tom Cruise is on the Pelicans or the Fish or you know the Minimen do I care no I do not care you know why because that's just one billionaire moving to another state where he can be a billionaire the same um, what I care about is you know the small businesses and the small restaurants that are That's going true. under the, the, during this time of crisis and I, I'm, I'm caring about the government that hopefully and, and uh, seriously needs to do something to support the you know workers uh, and the restaurant owners is it that serious though who cares I think you know just millions of Americans we need who to are elect, losing everything you know we need to elect Biden ah. because Biden they're calling him the new yes. socialist yes and this is a name that you know many have people have coined they're calling him the neoliberal mm-hmm. because he is so left wing that you know he's scaring the republicans he's scaring them off with their knockers he reminds me just of the matrix he reminds me reminds of me Neo. just of him yeah i would almost say remember that uh, scene with the red pill and the blue pill. You could look at the red pill as the Republican Party, the blue pill as the uh, the Liberal Party. The and Democratic. you don't know what Biden's doing. He's right in between, going like this, because he has no, because uh, he has some idea of where he wants to go. And then, but he, he can't make up his mind. He ultimately chooses that blue pill, mm. and then he, he 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 sees Bernie in that kind of purgatory weapon station, and he takes an MP5. He shoots Bernie's head off. Luckily, Joe was able to dodge all of the bullets that Bernie had come in his way. Because he had that kind of slow motion matrix, uh, I would almost say Keanu Reeves. Would you agree? I would say Keanu, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as saying Keanu. I would say Keanu yes. Reeves. Yeah, Keanu. Okay, great guys. Um, Caillou, I just want to say one more thing before we before we stop. Uh, we have been uh, filed a cease and desist for a previous uh, song that we used. Uh, a copyrighted kind of thing. It was a song. In one of the previous episodes. So obscure um, you probably wouldn't pick up on it. You know, do we have uh, the Disney theme as our own theme song? Don't make me laugh. That sounds you know, ridiculous. I it's don't ridiculous. know. I, I'm not sure because I've never, I, I don't watch Disney movies. I'm more of a Pixar freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a DreamWorks freak. Yep. Um, Shrek the more Third. More of a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse kind Mickey of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You know, had nothing to do ever really with Disney because when, when we're talking about the Clubhouse, you're talking about hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. And talking about a fucking brothel. It's a brothel. It's, it's you know, I, I didn't want to say it, but it is what it is. Uh, it's a house. It's, it's, illegal, it's a legal sex house. I mean, some people are calling Whatever. it a crack house. Um, but, you know, getting back to that, we got the copyright law, and so we called Caillou. Caillou is, is an amazing child lawyer. 
Uh, he's one of the first bald ch- child lawyers. And a lot of people don't know this. Do you know that Caillou is Asian? Yeah. I, I found out about that much later because I don't see color. So mm-hmm. it was hard for me when I first met him. I do. Yeah, sure. Um, I see color. So, yeah, I mean, we contacted Caillou and he said, listen, guys, come over to my office and we're going to get this figured out. And he had a long line to tell you what he had, Max and Ruby. Can you do it in the... He did it in a cute voice, though. I mean, he always, he's known for his cute voice. That's why he gets so much business, so... Well, it's kind of... He has a slogan that goes like this. Caillou, call the law office of Caillou. And so he kind of teams up with Mickey Mouse. And people like... People like... Uh, Almost like Hey Arthur, I think was a client of his. Uh, I think you know. Uh, hey Arnold, Hey Arthur, Arthur. Totally different. You know, uh, you know, you're thinking of people like Roly Poly was one of his mm, big clients. Oli. Yes, uh, we had people. You're thinking uh, of um, uh, Lazy Town. Lazy Town. You know, uh, all the representatives. You know, all the people in that town. Uh, Thomas the Thomas the Train Engine the uh, was you know Thomas the Train Engine was a big client of his in getting the case of the Mississippi lawsuit He did hit that innocent man. Yeah, and and, you know, when trains have faces, they got to be held accountable for things, but Caillou made sure that he was safe. So, you know, just a final word uh, to our viewers that we want to show support for Caillou, and we will be in contact with him soon. We're going to make sure that his parents know that he is legally running a law firm. Because it's important, it really is. You You know, know, cancer uh, otherwise, he, he needs to be held accountable. Whatever it is that he's got going on doesn't shouldn't take away from his profession. Absolutely not. Of being a man of the the law, being a man of the law, and of, and of instilling justice. Yeah. So and and they also get Ca- Caillou for Stephen Avery's case. Sure, I believe. Sure. Brendan Dassey. Not only that, but being hamburger and fries. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know he, he he's a big. Uh, you're telling me now. You know he's an Asian Asian American. So he is a big representative for the Asian American community, and I think you know if he put his word in for someone like. Bernard Sanders or someone like Joseph Biden, then he could be a strong kind of, I would say delegate, but I'm not sure what that word means. So. Me either. We shouldn't have to know either. No, I mean, just make the voting online. If I can vote through Facebook, I'm going to vote. <sighs> be as easy as, imagine how easy that would be. I would say put voting on Snapchat and you'll get a good response from the young I would say, honestly, just create an Instagram page called United States. And mm-hmm. and have them put a poll on their Instagram yeah. story. You don't even because have to anything's better the than the bullshit that we're being put through right, right now. I mean, what do I got to do? Paper? Election. What do I have to do? Paper? I mean, do I, line? I, I don't really. I'm not familiar with a line because what I do is when I want my sweet green, I just have mm-hmm. the app and I just pick my salad Simple. and I pick it up on the little, uh, you know, rack there. Yeah. So Instead, I'm not even used to a line on the vote now. At the very end, you do a bunch of check marks and X's and O's, and at the bottom. They recall. They want you to recall how to write in cursive. Sure. Where it says the words sign, sign, signature, signature, and then date. They want you to write both in cursive. Yeah. Okay. I learned cursive when I was in kindergarten. I mean. Okay. Oh, I also learned. Uh, I also ate baby food when I was a baby. Yeah. Do I eat baby food now? No. Should I well, use cursive? Well, I mean, on the weekends. Yes, but that's it's, it's whatever. It has really nothing to do. Not as much as I used to. No, that's for so sure. I shouldn't use cursive as much as I need to. No. And that, what you Who just said, I? makes total sense. Who uh, am I? And and one of the main important parts of this, guys, is that you need to, to decide whether or not you're gonna, you know, vote or you're gonna stay home. And me and Jake are staying home because we know that anyone we pick uh, is gonna be great. But then we're gonna be confused by all these other names underneath the primary. It's true. 
Got guys like, you know, Tom Peters, Andrew Yippie, Gina Ramondo. Um, I'm getting word from guys like Giovanni Rito mm-hmm. and all these, you know, senators and congressmen, people of our states, people, local people who are going to pass the bills. I don't know. I don't know. Mitchell shit Plumber. About I heard about Plumber. Uh, you know, I don't really know about these guys, and nor should I have to know about them because they call the primaries for a reason. You got Bernard Sanders, and you got Joseph Bye Bye, and they call him Bye Bye because he will be dying a very, um, a, a very timely death. Truly tragic, actually. Yeah. Well, it has to do with my assassination. So, guys, I hope you could enjoy the new kind of people are calling it the haircut podcast. I'm getting word in that we're calling it the, you know, the switcheroo podcast, kind of like a dunkaroo situation. Uh, either way, we're going to be here on this couch for at least a couple episodes to come. I'd say for probably eternity or eternity. Uh, even after this episode ends, I think we're just going to stay here and, you know, just suck each other's corks for sexual pleasure. And when we have to go, just sexual go. pleasure. So because we love each other, but we love what we do. You know, I love where we've gone in yeah. terms of, you know, our professional lives, and that's the extent to our love. Sure. And I'm saying that now, so yeah. don't don't try to rebuke. Rebu- yeah. rebu- don't try to do anything, because John Carson over here, you know, he, when he gets the mic like this, he kind of acts like he's acting like Frank Sinatra, and you don't want to get you what? don't want to glass get, of red wine in my hand makes me a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to get in his way when he's drunk because he gets violent. And I've I'll seen him his hit his wine wife. all over your eyes. I've seen him hit his wife and burgers and eyes. I don't want to see it again because it kind of reminds me of the Brendan Dassey trial, guys. So anyway, he we'll wrap did it up here. do it. He did the murder. We'll wrap it up here, and we are gonna say goodbye, good night, and honestly, stay safe. But if Wait. you have to go outside, sure. One quick question: yeah. Do you remember Bear in the Big Blue House? Nope. I, I did you watch that as a we've kid? We've talked about this, but I don't. Do we? I swear we've never talked about that. No. Someone asked me this before, and I said them. You know, said them, get get away from me, because I don't remember. I remember, you know, uh, the Bears, the Goldilocks type of situation. Hell. Yeah, me too. Everyone remembers that fucking idiot. Oh, going to sleep. All right. Well, guys, we are, you know, staying on this couch. We're stuck on this couch, and we do have to go to sleep at this time. So, uh, I don't know what, really what else to tell you. So I'm just gonna recline. And hope that I can find. Hey the guys, he doesn't know how to use the recliner because uh, he's a fucking it's fool. Inside, it's a Cardi Cardi John. Oh, there we go. You didn't just fart again, did you? That's all, folks. We're going to let this one play out with the white noise so you can get a nice sleep. It's going to be about four hours long. The cork is stuck. I was afraid that Oh, my God. Don't shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man. (laughs)